Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Close your eyes with me, let's pray. Father, thanks a million for every marriage here represented. Let your hand, your mighty right hand be upon all of us. Bless our marriages, keep our marriages intact. Let our marriages be fruitful and let them yield the purpose for which you got us into it. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Well, um, I just want to say a few words and then we are going to... This morning, the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart that I should pray over um, the couples, the marriages that are represented in the church as well as that which is associated with us. You know, initially... I had said that I won't speak at their program because I'm always entertaining people. So I said somebody should also, for a change, entertain me. But when I woke up this morning, the Holy Spirit laid it on my heart that pray over the marriages in the church. So that's what I want to do. So I'm going to share something very little, which is also a word I believe God gave me for all of us. And then after that, we're going to pray over our marriages and we're going to take communion to solidify or to form a hedge around our marriages. Amen. Well, um, you don't have Bible, so I'll just read the scripture that I want us to use. First Corinthians 13, 13, the Bible says, and now abided faith, hope, and love of these three, the greatest is love. Hallelujah. As we are together, we are together celebrating love. The first Corinthians 13 talks about love in many different ways. What love is, what love is not, what love does, what love does not do. And I believe that my mom spoke powerfully concerning love and how we should behave ourselves. And I think that we should appreciate, appreciate her properly for She married her husband until her husband passed away. When you say till death do us pass, she do us part. She survived marriage to the end. And I, I, I am very grateful for her life. Amen. Amen. Well, I said, now abided faith, hope, and love. And of these three, the greatest is love. The Bible tells us that after everything, there are three things that endure or abide or remain. When you read other verses, it says, Now remaineth faith, hope, and love. Which means there were other things, but they couldn't survive. Time made some of them fall away. Poverty, troubles, pressures, even pleasures and riches made some of them fall away. It's not only bad things that make things fall away. Sometimes, so, so, sometimes people just become rich and their attitude changes and everything falls away. But the Bible says that at the end of it all, these three things stand. One of it is faith. The second one is hope. 
and the third one is love. So in a short time, I want to talk about these three things and use it to encourage us in the church and of our marriages. Amen. Bible says, now remain at what? Faith. Faith. We must always have faith in our marriages. Some of us started with faith. Even before we married, we had faith that we will live happily ever after. My husband sitting here, myself sitting here, our two children, Jimmy and Johnny, with our fork and knives, having breakfast, bacon, eggs, baked beans, and toast. But as time has gone on, though the bacon, the egg, the baked beans, and the toast is available, you do not have the time to sit down to do that beautiful picture you had in mind. I remember many years ago, I always wanted to have a dining table. So I finally saved enough money and I bought a dining table, this type of DIY tables. Now, just a word of caution, I think DIY tables and things work for only white people. Yeah, they are overrated. Because I spent the whole night trying to just get the table and I decided until the table is up, I'm not eating. I struggled from around 5 p.m. till almost midnight to set the table. I was so frustrated, I sat at that table to eat that night. And that was the last time I ever sat at that table to eat. (laughs) After that, I only sat there when I had visitors. If there's no visitor, I never sit there. Do you get it? So a lot of the pictures that we have... Usually, when we get into real life, you realize that the hustle and bustle of life doesn't allow us to do them. And because life's pressures have come up and we have been on this journey, some of us have lost faith in our marriages. But you must maintain faith in your marriages. Maintain faith in yourself. You are a believer. Believe. If some people believe that by bombing an aeroplane, they will get a thousand virgins in eternity. Then you can believe in something better. Believe in yourself. I said, what? Believe in yourself. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in yourself that something good can come out of you. Have faith in yourself that you are a good wife. Some of us wives have lost faith in ourselves that we are good wives. Because your husband complained a couple of times. So you've lost faith in yourself. That, But believe it, you are a good wife. Even believe that you are in the best marriage you could have been in. I believe I'm in the best marriage I could have been in. Recently, we were driving down from Durban. The girls in the car, they asked me, they said, so what makes you, I was talking about something. I said, when like Mike Maddox said, what you keep seeing, you stop seeing. What does he mean? You see Zama all the time. You stop noticing many things about her. Do you get it? And I said, so they said, If that is the case, how do you stay in your marriage? And I said, well, there are so many things, but I believe the way I am, there's only one person that can be married to me. I mean, if you look at how nice I even look, there's only one person that can stay with a nice man, and that's my wife. That's that's basically it. The way I am, the way I do things, the way I love people, how big my heart is, if you're a certain type of woman, you can't stay with me. You complain. Why well, don't talk to this one? I saw that you talked to everybody one, 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 but when you went around and you came to talk to Zama again. You, you use Zama for an example, then you came to stand in front. Why? 
you, from the time I've been, all these years that I've been married, 15 years, my wife has never asked me this question before. Do you see it? Are you getting what you can do counseling with one person for a long time? You don't, no, no, I don't have this issue. So I explained to them that it's only my wife that can be with such a, and one of them was say, me, lie, lie, I cannot stand this. I cannot stand this one at all. What, what, what am I trying? What am I trying to say? I said, believe that you are in the best marriage that you can. Melanie, believe you have the best husband the world can offer. Yeah, believe it. Believe it. Believe it. Believe, believe in the God that puts you together. I said, have faith in God who puts you together as a husband and a wife. Hallelujah. When we are marrying people, we tell them any group of people who are not coupled together by what we are doing, they are not coupled together by God. So we believe that it's God that has coupled us together. Believe it and have faith in God. It says, there remained what? Faith, hope. The second thing I want you to continue to have is hope. 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 Hope is what? The ability to see that there's a bright future. The ability to still believe in the midst of adverse evidences that the future is bright. I believe that the future for my wife and I is very bright. And I'm looking forward to it. Very bright. Very bright. You to believe there's a good time. Today you may be walking, but a day will come you'll be sitting in a car. Today you may be renting, but a day will come you will be in your own house. I asked somebody to design a building that I want to put up for my wife and I. I've designed the building such that it's like it's now before we are going to enjoy life. Yeah, that's if you if you look at my design, you you can see that hey, these guys are planning to enjoy life. Yeah. And I put a lot of thought because naturally, if you ask my wife, I live in my room. You can ask my mother as well. I live in my room. I don't live anywhere. I don't live in my living room. I, don't li- I live in my room. When I get into my house, by default, if you don't hold me, the first place I'm going to is my room. My son said, if daddy had an exit in his room, nobody would see him in this house. So, based on that, I've designed my room in, on the plan such that. No, no, not an exit. Such that it's about half of the, the house. Yeah, everything is there. I live there. When I enter, everything is there. Why? I, I have hope that the future is bright. There's happiness ahead. They are better. In spite of all the evidences, and hope keeps a man alive. Bible says in Romans 5 verse 5 that hope maketh not ashamed. When you have hope, you will never be disgraced. It doesn't make, us, make you ashamed. Hope. So have hope. Have some prudence. Have some hope that one day he will take you to Mauritius. As he told you many years ago, it will happen. Have the hope that it will happen. Yeah, it wasn't for you, but you have collected it. So it's also very powerful. Yeah, have some hope. Joel, have some hope. That he'll get better. He'll become exciting. He'll become the man that you, you imagine that he will be. The future is bright. 
Yeah, hope keeps you alive. Hope keeps your ma- when you lose hope in your marriage, you begin to. I just sent a, a wife a message now. You are beginning to break down the bricks that make a happy marriage because the wife has lost hope in the marriage, and you can see from the behavior. So, whatever has made her lose hope is not what is destroying the marriage, but the attitude after the loss of hope. That is what is disgracing the marriage because every marriage goes through patches. It goes through good times, then there'll be some times things are hard. You know yourself. You are, when you are month and when you are paid, he does a lot of shopping for you. But when we get around the 15th, you can see that Charlie, his anger threshold. Hey, my God, my God, the heat is too high. The heat is so high. The whole system is very volatile. The least thing can lead to a volcano. And in those times, you tread cautiously. Many years ago when we were in high school, we were in boarding school, depending on the time school is reopening and the response you will get when you take your list of provisions. When you take it to my dad and it's around payday, oh, there'll be no problem. When reopening is way after payday, when you bring the list, he takes his pen. <laughs> eh? Needle. Milk? Are you a baby? What do you need milk for? You don't need milk. Conflicts. Conflicts? What? Porridge for you. Pop. Pop for you. Gary and Ghana, the, 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 the food you can preserve in school is Gary. So that's the, the food you must take most of. So you need what? Three bucks. For four months. Wouldn't the school give you food? You eat from the school store. Hallelujah. So you know, sometimes there are dry patches. But keep hope alive. Because if you don't keep hope alive, you start to kill yourself. And then you kill your marriage. And then number three, love. Love. Have faith in your marriage. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in God. Have faith that you will achieve the things you want. And then have a hope. Have a picture that you are trying to get to. Then love. Love one another. Let love be common in the marriage. Some of you have stopped loving because of one mistake your wife made. She cooked a food that... Those of you fight over cooking, it's actually a sign of poverty. I say it again. Those of you fight over cooking, usually it's a sign of poverty. Because if she cooks and the food is not, have you not heard of spare? Have you not heard of KFC? Have you not heard of all the, You can say, no, I think cooking is not your forte. Do you get it? Let's not, let's not argue too much. Do you, you cook here and there. Yes. Do you, do you get it? But say we, are, we want to eat and then feel feel like we are in heaven, let's all agree that we will go out. That's all. I mean, you just agree. You have fought over food for a decade. When you started fighting over Afro hair, now you are bowed and you are still fighting over food. Listen up, good people. Some battles must end. 
I said some battles must end. You have fought over it for two years. It's not changing. Maybe God is using it to teach you endurance. It must end. It must end. Hallelujah. It must end. Let love prevail. Let the atmosphere of love always be around. Solomon said, he said it three or four times in Songs of Solomon. He said, daughters of Jerusalem, don't stir up my love or awaken my love. Many of us have stopped stirring up the love that we have. We have stopped awakening the love. The love that used to make your heart beat, beat, beat. I mean, some of you have jumped walls because of it. Today, you won't just go to the bathroom to take a bath so that you look fresh. Meanwhile, in time past, you've jumped wall for it. I mean, the same relationship. I don't mean, I'm not talking about when we're unbelievers. I'm talking about the same relationship that you are married today. Things you have done for, you have done in time past for the marriage. You won't do it today. But let's stay up the love. Let's, stay, let, let's awaken the love. Yeah, when was the last time you said, let's hold our hands and let's go for a walk? Let's hold hands and let's go for a walk. Let's just walk at the mall. I'm not talking about many husbands, as soon as we say, let's go out, they start thinking about money. They start thinking about, not everything is money. Bef, be, before, we had, before we had our children, my salary was about 3,000 rands or 2,000, something around that side. And my wife was not working. So when we make our budget for the month, for outing, we had 50 rands. Yeah, 50 rands. Those were the days where Streetwise 2 was about 14 rands. So we go and we buy Streetwise 2. Or McDonald's, she used to like Big Mac. And I like chicken fold over. So she gets her, her Big Mac, I get my fold over. And we go and sit by the water, by the beach. And we watch the white people swimming. And the black people watching them. Yeah, so we are the third. The white people are swimming. The black people are watching them. Then we watch the black people who are watching the white people. And we are just there. Yeah, we are just there. Sometimes all we have is six runs, and we say we are going out. So we take a walk and we buy ice cream. Two ice cream. And then we'll be licking. I lick my little. She licks hers a little. I lick hers a little. Just so that she doesn't feel cold. You know, people, ladies feel cold a lot. So just to maintain the balance. Hallelujah. Do you get, when was the last time you said, oh, let's go out and watch a movie? Hey, Pastor, me, I'm not into movies. I don't like movies. It's not about liking. It's about sharing that exclusive time. To hey, Pastor, but there are movies on TV at home. It's not the same. It's, it's not the same. And I have paid for DSTV so we can watch all the DS. It's not Terrence. It's not the, your wife says I should tell you it is not the same. It is not the same. She says, I should tell you that the color curtain is different from your television. The silver screen is different from your cave television. It's not big enough. She wants to see the people bigger, two or three times bigger than her. Yeah. Jessica also said the same name. It's powerful. Yeah, so, Kwame, you are being advised. It's not the same. 
just go to Liberty Mall and go and watch people shooting each other. And then we go home. That's, that's it. You are stirring up the love. When was the last time you said, let me buy flowers? Yeah, flowers. And come and give it to my wife and say, oh, sweetheart, this is special. It's for you. Happy Valentine's Day. When was the last time? Stir up the love. Stir up the love. Sisters, stir up the love too. Yeah, stir up the love. When was the last time your husband came home and you have dressed up nicely in anticipation of the goodness of the Lord? When was the last time you went out to buy proper panties that bring excitement in the house? Every day, period panties. The same panties you use for menstrual period. The same every day. Listen, let me tell you something in simple English. When, when you have used this set of panties for period, anytime we see it, it's a turn off. Do, do you understand? Because we don't swim in blood. So when we see it, it's like, ah, let's just go and sleep and watch television. Do you get it? It's time to get a few things. A few things. I could see some things, but because I was with my mother, I couldn't see it. My God, my God. Eli, Eli, Lamazabakhtani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Yeah. The single ones, I hear you have to go and stand outside. I mean, we are here, everybody's looking nice with high heels and everything. When we get home, you will take off the wig. And now it's like two boys are in the house. Just as I will take off my hat, you also take off your wig. Hey! Take off the wig. And you know that when you take off the wig, things are not the same. At least the wig, the wig gives us an idea of what has been. Then you take off the wig, then we are totally confused. Sometimes you, it's your hair, you have done it. When you bring it, say, no, don't touch it. You can't touch it, I'm keeping it for church tomorrow. Then do it Sunday morning. Don't touch it. So as soon as his hand is coming or you hit it, don't touch it. Then even when you grow out, you fold all the hair, then you tie it in a, in a duke. You tie it. So as we are going to bed, it's like we, I'm going to bed with a swimmer. Natalie Detroit. I'm going with Natalie Detroit. No, what I'm saying is being recorded, so I'm taking my time to say it. Like Natalie Detoy. It's like, yeah. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir, the, as you stir it up, it gets nicer. 
As you stir it up, it gets nicer. As you stir it up, it gets nicer. As you stir it up, it gets nicer. Husband, stir it up. Wife, stir it up. When was the last time you said, let's sit down, let's play a game? Yeah, let's, let's sit. I'm, I like to play games a lot. Actually, as we were playing the thing, I wasn't really keeping score. But as I just decided, okay, I want to win the whatever we have. Then I just counted who and who asked. I just did the math. That's why I said they didn't do the math. I just put on my game attitude. That's how I come. If I put it on earlier, you'd be surprised how many of them I would have got. Because I'll just do elimination by substitution like that and narrow the angle. I used to play Scrabble with my wife. I want to start playing it again. And most of the time, if not all the time, I won. Because she let me win. Anyway. I want to be happy tonight. Somebody say amen. <laughs> but when was the last time I said, let's play Scrabble? And my wife knows more English. Maybe if my English words are a thousand, my wife's English words will be about five thousand. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm being honest with you. And I speak very good English. I'm sure you've heard me speak before. But when we play the Scrabble, because I play, I, I, I am a game man. So I play it as a game. I don't play it as... It's, it mean, Scrabble is not English to me. It's not English. It's a game. It's not English to me. It's a game. Yeah, I use the math of the English to play the game. Yeah. But I enjoy playing. We play this game. We play. She form. Recently, she formed... Sometimes she formed a word. I still remember. I've remembered the word. The word you formed was aye. It's a gang word which means witches. It's not English. Aye. I was trying to remember yesterday. She formed a word. Aye. Tell your neighbor, Aye. And Aye means witches in Ghan. She said it's English. No, but it's a word. It's when they swear people in, say, say I. Those who, those, who, those who agree, say I. Then you say I. That's the word, I. But in Ghan, it's Aye. So I, this is a Ghan word. It's not an English word. When was the last time, Prudence? You play a game and you, that's why I said Zama add a disclaimer to this simple game we are playing because you say my husband is a, is a careful driver. Meanwhile, we know him. He drives like he's an army officer. We don't need Zama to tell us. Everybody knows. The whole church. Look, there are cases that when you are in, you have to give your life to Christ and make sure that, yeah, you, no, just in case. Let's say when you are boarding a plane and you see a lot of our brothers on the plane, give your life to Christ. Maybe that may be the day. Exactly one month after September 11th happened, I was coming from New York to Zurich. And then after I passed the final checkpoint, I saw 12 of them or 13 of them going to board the same plane that I was going to board. And they seemed to be very, very happy. I said, God, what, who are these people and where are they going? I watched them throughout the flight. When they came to sit down, I check on them, everybody. Even when they are going to the bathroom, I'll say, what are they going to do in the bathroom? Can they keep this thing always? Can they keep it in for nine hours? Just nine hours. You want to wee how many times? Another one is when you are sitting in this man's car, all the time I have to say, we are not in a hurry. We are going just here. Sometimes I have to ask, are you taking me to my house? Say, do you know where my house is? Say, 
Yes, it's just here. Okay, you don't have to speak. But somebody can go and say, why did you say that, um, why did you say that uh, this thing, uh, that I'm a fast driver? Or uh, uh, what, what, what did they say about you? You have more shoes. Or you are impatient. Why, why did you say that? No, it's just a game. It's just, some of you can argue over a game three weeks, no talking. Hey, but it's to stir up the love. Take, we, we've come, we've set up a nice place for photo shoot. Take your wife, get a nice photo shoot. Do some poses, do this. It's all nice. It stirs up the love. Now, this is for those of you who are finding it difficult to love. Bible says, Romans 5, 5, I finish with this one. Bible says that, hope maketh not a shame. For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. One of the things to do is to ask the Holy Spirit to give us love in our hearts. And on our program, what is written? First Thessalonians 3, 12, it says, May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else. Just us. Ours does for you. This is a good scripture to take home and pray. Hallelujah. My prayer is that you will keep. Bible says the greatest of this. All these three things I've talked about. The greatest of it is love. Let us live. Let love fill our hearts and fill our minds. Your children can feel it. They can feel the, the, the love in the house. They can feel. The children can feel. You think, oh, it's only you. When there's animosity, the children can feel that there's animosity. When there's joy, the children can feel. When you see children are coming out of a house, a home of love, you can see. Even the children themselves are very loving. You can see. It wraps off them. So, if not for the two of you, for your children. For your children. May the Lord give you the heart to love. Love endures. The Bible says love endures all things. May your love endure all things. May endure hardship, may endure riches, may endure children, may endure so many. Sometimes when children come, then we stop loving the husband and we start loving the children. Yeah, we start loving the children. Then now we get, we get what we call in medicine post-donor neglect, which is after we have, the donor has given the donation, we neglect the donor. He has given, all I wanted from you is two children. Now I have them. I don't need you anymore. And then we neglect that. May you not neglect your husband. May you not neglect your spouse. On this wonderful Valentine's Day, I want to wish you the best of marriages that. May your marriage begin to be sweet from tonight. If it has hit a dry path, may the Holy Spirit fill your marriage so that it will begin to flourish. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Stand to your feet. Let's pray, please. I want you to, for a moment, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Just Maybe hold hands with your spouse and just pray. If your spouse is not here, believe God and just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Pando, Braske, Paluba. We are about to have communion. After I finish praying, we'll have communion and then we will play musical chess. Then we'll close. Pray for your pray, pray for each other. Pray that your love will 2040, 2050. 2050, 2050. It will endure 2060. Therefore, you will be two old, old couples. 
old man and old lady holding your walking sticks with your tooth out of your mouth, still in love with one another, still in love with one another, still in love with one another, still in love with one another. Where your energy is running down, may God renew your strength. May God renew your strength. Receive fresh strength. Fresh strength for your marriage. Fresh strength for your love. Fresh strength for your relationship. Fresh strength for this marriage in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where your heart has been broken, may the Holy Spirit heal your hearts. May the Holy Spirit heal your hearts. Things that you have been struggling to forgive. May the Holy Spirit bring healing into your heart that you will be able to forgive in the name of Jesus. That the love will be fresh. May love be renewed tonight. May love be renewed tonight in your heart. May it be renewed tonight in your heart. May it be renewed tonight. May it be renewed tonight. May it be renewed tonight in the name of Jesus. 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 More years, speaking to the years, that there will be years of fruitfulness, years of happiness, years of excitement, marriages that are expecting children. May the children come, may the children come. Bible says children are an inheritance from from the Lord. Happy is the man whose quiver is full of them. Children are like an arrow in the hands of a mighty man. But they come from God. They come from God. Thank God. Speak into the marriage that the children will come. They will come. They will come. They will come. When they come, God will provide for them. God will provide for you and and for them. For you and for them. For you and for them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Where the trust is broken, pray that the Holy Spirit will restore the trust. Will restore the trust. Will restore the trust. Thank you, O God. 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 Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for every union represented here. I pray in the name of Jesus. Restore faith, restore hope, and restore love. Let us have fresh faith in ourselves, in our union, in you, God, who has put us together. Let us have hope that there are better days ahead. Hope that our best times are yet to come. Hope that great things lie ahead of us. Above all, let love fill our hearts in the name of Jesus. 
I pray, I curse the devil and every plan that he has against any marriage here represented. May it not come to pass. May he be disgraced. May he be swept. May he be made put to shame. In the name of Jesus, may his traps fail. May his traps break. May he be caught up in his own trap, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let these marriages see great times. Let them see exciting times. Lord, let us see exciting times, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let us see years of fruitfulness, Lord. Years of fruitfulness, Lord. In the name of Jesus, above all, Lord, let others see you in our marriages. We thank you. Let the marriages fulfill the plan and the purpose for which you put us together. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Well, communion is coming around. Take one. And then we are going to take communion and we are going to pray. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts. And may this love sweep this nation. Calls us, O Lord, to arise. Give us a friend. Understanding of brotherly love that is real. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love. Let's all say it again. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts, and may this love sweep this nation and cause us, O Lord, to arise. Give us a fresh understanding of brotherly. Sing it for the last time. Make sure everybody has communion. Let there be love shed amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts. And may this love sweep this nation and cause us, oh Lord, to. Father, 
Thank you for this communion. May it be converted to your body and your blood. As we take your body and your blood, may fresh love, that love that sent you to Calvary's cross to shed your blood and give your body to be broken for us, may it be shed in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. May our marriages receive life. Your word declares that the life is in the blood. May our marriages receive fresh lease of life. May some receive 30 years. May some receive 40 years, 50 years, as they wish and they will, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we declare this blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Christ. The blood of Jesus. Father, thank you for your blood and your body. Thank you for protection. Thank you for deliverance. Let's not hear evil news concerning anyone here, Lord. In the name of Jesus. To you be praise. To you be glory. In Jesus' blessed name. And everybody said, Amen. Well, folks, God loves you. And so do I. Put your hands together for Jesus.
We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.